afternoon good evening wherever you are in the world thank you so much for being here you are listening to courageous self-love the official podcast for the self-love revolution happening right here right now 24 7 365 i'm your host amelia fortes and today's episode is self-love and body image And let me tell you, I am nowhere near quote-unquote there yet, so I I just couldn't tackle this topic by myself. I had to bring a friend on, so I want you to welcome my dear friend Vicki Brown, aka The Healthy Vixen. She is a body coach, and she is here, and we're going to talk about self-love and body image. So hey, Vicki, it's so good to see you. It's been a while. Yes, it has been a while, and thank you so much for having me. It's 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 a really great experience to be able to talk about what I do. So thank you. For yeah, asking. of course. And and just for those of you listening to know, I I actually worked with Vicky for about three months. So she was my my body coach, and and I just loved the whole experience, and especially because the real concept that I want to talk about today is this obsession with the outside this obsession with the number on the scale or the number on the tag or letter on the tag of your clothes or the number of inches and all of that versus actually feeling good on the inside and loving yourself and one of the things that really like sold me on Vicky's work was she is all about feel great naked and I was just like, hell yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, it's, it takes it a step further from look great naked. Because look great naked is like, you could still, uh, at least for me, you could still be so critical. But like feel great naked, it's like, I can feel great naked no matter what I look like. Mm-hmm. Tell us about feel great naked, why that's important, you know, where all that comes from. It's it's interesting because with, when, when you said what you just said, it, it hit me for the first time, like, look great naked is, it's kind of relative. Mm -hmm. Because we look, like, how we look is how we look to, like, us, but then other people are judging us, which is also what we're thinking about. But when you think about feel great naked, that's really you. Mm. How do you feel? Yeah. And I always believe if you feel great, then you look great. Because that shows, and you light up, and it's just, I mean, you're not just lighting yourself up, you're lighting up everybody around you. And that's Mm -hmm. not... That's a look, but it's most importantly, it's how you feel. It's like an experience. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I love that. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's so, di- like, I can feel great no matter what I look like, even no matter what's going on in my life. Mm-hmm. And that's the beautiful, like, that's like the inner work piece. And um, I know that's a lot of, like, the work that we did together, and I know that's a lot of the work that you do with your clients. But just kind of stepping back a little bit, just to make this concept relatable to us as individuals but also to have this as a moment to invite you the listener to think about your own experience I like to talk about before and after moments so meaning like what was life like a little bit before now where maybe your self-love and body image wasn't great and then what it's like now and kind of how you bridge that gap can you pinpoint like at least one of your before and after moments before all this feel great naked stuff, <laughs> you know. 
And you know, I'll go like all the way back um, to when I started, before I started working out, mm -hmm. like in a regular place that I loved, I felt beauty looked a certain way. Beauty was a certain size mm -hmm. and I would see it, but I would, I would still judge it as like, oh, well, this woman's not this size. Oh, I need to, st I need to stay thin my whole life. Mm -hmm. And I do have a body where if I gain weight, it's not really, it doesn't really show up. Like mm -hmm. I notice it and I judge myself for it. Um, but then as I started to work, just be around more women, I got to really appreciate all bodies. Basically, I put myself in a space where I got to see women just feel great in their bodies at all sizes. Mm -hmm. And not only did they feel great, it was their joy just came out of their bodies. And yeah. the way they moved, like there was so much confident, confidence and I just got to appreciate that so much. And it just, this, the, the snap was like, oh, you can be beautiful at any size. It, it, doesn't, it yeah. doesn't matter what you look like because that's just, that's just another thing to judge yourself by. And but if you're feeling it. Exactly. The beauty just radiates on its own. Right. Exactly. And I, and I, I love that. And like, I, I know what you're talking about because I've been in similar spaces. And to you listening, you know, have you ever seen someone where they looked however they looked, but like they were feeling it. They yeah. were feeling themselves. And it's like they're instantly beautiful. Beautiful being a subjective word, but it's just like there's a certain radiance or glow from within. Did being in that space support you to get to that place where you're thinking, oh, if I'm just find a way to do this inner work to like be feeling myself, then it kind of doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. So what it also helped me with was I can feel great like in my body, but whatever I wear. So it took it to a mm. whole nother level too, where it's like, oh, you don't have to show yourself off all the time. Like, yeah. What are like, I now I'm in this space where if it doesn't make me comfortable, then I'm not going to wear it. And that's back to the experience and the mm -hmm. feeling mm -hmm. versus like the look, you know, and I feel like especially in like, the, you know, this fashion forward cultures are being like, well, if you have this kind of body shape, then you need to wear this type of inseam or what I mean, I'm, I'm clearly not the fashion person, but like, you know, it's <laughs> like you have to wear this type type of hem or this type of fabric. But what I'm hearing you say, and, and I agree, like, you know, at the end of the day, if you're feeling it, you can rock pretty much anything. Exactly. And it, it doesn't matter because it's like that confidence will just radiate. Mm -hmm. So for me, like I said, in terms of before and after moment, I, like my love affair with my body is ongoing. But <laughs> it's a journey. So it's a journey. It's always yeah. a journey. It's so funny because I actually was talking to some girlfriends about this a few weeks ago and it was like, I've always felt, quote unquote, always, but felt the same way about my body no matter how it looked. And it was like, you know, I look back 10 years ago to photos of me in my early 20s and being like, God, I wasn't happy with myself back then, but I'm looking at myself and I'm like, she a baddie, you know, <laughs> right? And it was just like, but it helped me see like, it did, it was me. It was all about what was inside me and how I felt about it. And so I, I've learned to kind of like flip it and thank God, a before and after moment would be, if you're not familiar with the concept of vanity sizing, I don't remember who taught it to me, but somebody taught me this concept of, you know, a lot of companies just put a size on the pants. And there was this meme that came out recently that kind of went viral 
where it showed all these different size, like it was all these different pants, different brands, and they were all size 12. But if you looked at it, it was like some were like so wide and then some were like really skinny mm-hmm. and or, or narrow, whatever you want to call it. And I used to be so obsessed with like being a size two again or being a size zero. I can't even believe I used to buy size zero pants in college. And when I look at size zero pants, sometimes I'm just like, what the hell? It's like one of my legs. But I would be, I used to be so obsessed with the number on the tag. And when I would go to dressing rooms, I would like literally get depressed or whatever, like go into this slump because I would pull off like, let's say a size four off the rack because that's what I should be able to fit in. And I would try it on and I'd be like, oh my gosh. And, but then I found out some of my girlfriends are like, girl, I'm a size 12. And I look at them and I'm like, you're banging. So to me, I was like, wait, this obsession with the number is not serving me. Or even this obsession with the number on the scale is not serving me. Because I've felt great at a lot of different weights. And it was just about like my whole mindset. So in terms of like a before and after, I've really worked on letting go of this obsession with the numbers on the tag or on the scale. And now I'm about like really about how things feel. Mm Mm-hmm. Like if I go shopping, it's like, it's not about the letter or the number on the tag. It's about how does it feel? Do I like the feel of the material? Do I like how it sits on my body? Do I like how it flows? And working with you was very instrumental in a lot of that. So thank you. What do you think, like, what's a great practical step or steps for people to kind of go from this before and after this, like, obsession with the outside to feeling great on the inside? Like, what have you seen out there in the world I think really the first step is just bringing awareness um Mm -hmm. in us working together when it was that moment of realization well when I look at myself back then now when I take a look back it's it's like oh my gosh I looked amazing but how did you feel back then Mm -hmm. so it's really bringing awareness to how do you like what is happening in your body what are you thinking about Mm -hmm. yourself because what I've learned is if you're doing all of this work to be a certain size, it's not sustainable. Because if you don't feel... Exactly. Like if, you can be whatever size and still feel like it's not enough or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. And I think once you're trying to get to a certain size, then it's, it's going to be that constant thing. It's not enough. It's not enough. But it, if you can just bring awareness to it, like what are you thinking? What mm-hmm. are you believing about yourself? And just say okay this is what I'm thinking and then go to a place of but how do I feel like literally how like first off ask yourself the question how do you want to feel yeah I feel that you can be healthy at any size Mm -hmm. you know just what are you like what are you eating how are you eating yeah so yeah well I definitely want to talk about the eating part but I think one of the first steps that we did which was actually a really fun moment for us was um (laughs) So one of the first things Vicky helped me do was kind of identify this motivating factor or this like deep why. And it was really cool because, you know, I think we started at like a certain point, but then you helped me kind of take it deeper. So maybe like, you know, as you're listening, kind of listen to my process and and like Vicky's philosophy and how she helped me get there and see if you can do it for yourself. Like what's the deep why? So for me, it was like... I remember it was like I wanted a a certain experience, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think you, yeah, you helped me kind of realize it's not about 
this size or this shape. It's more about an experience, mm-hmm. you know. And I was saying things like, I I want to feel comfortable. Like when I go shopping, I don't want to like freaking hate myself. Right, right. You know, when I try on clothes, I don't want to like dread trying on this dress because I'm just like dreading whatever. Or like when I when I need to go out and be social, I don't want to dread going into my closet mm-hmm. and like worrying about, oh my gosh, I have nothing to wear. So like you help me kind of start to identify some of these experiences. But then I don't like you help me take it a little bit deeper. So tell me a little bit about like what are like the first steps that, you know, especially to those of you listening that like they can do to start to kind of unpeel that or unpack that? Okay. So I think the first step is asking yourself, well, what do you want? Like, what are your goals and why do you want it? Like really dig deep into the, the, why. the why you want it. And Instead of like, I want to lose three pounds or I want to lose 10 pounds or... Well, you can say that and that's great, but why but then do you, the why? Why do yeah. you want to lose three pounds? Okay. And yeah. is that like, is that something that's going to serve you? Is it realistic? I mean, I don't know if I asked realistic at all, but no, it was I like... Think- realistic did come into play but I think initially for people because back to what you said the first step is always awareness and Mm -hmm. that is so true for like any topic and I think a lot of people don't even pause long enough to get to that they're like I just want to get back to my uh pre-baby jeans but why but why (laughs) right but it's like no because because I'm supposed to Mm. Or, or oh because that's how I was before the baby and now the baby made me look like you know but it's like that's not really serving because mm-hmm. like for me my why used to be because I want to fit into the shit that I used to wear in high school which is kind of like but why and I I mean there was a whole lot of layers to that for me it was more about letting go of my partying days <laughs> and you know I'm no longer gonna slut it up in these little shorts anymore <laughs> I mean, you know, we all, Yes. <laughs> there was a lot of unpacking that had to be done. And um, a big point of self-love for me was finally just like going shopping for the way my body was shaped right now. Right. And believing that I could find something that could, that would still make me feel good. And to my I, shock, I did. I remember that. Because the why was the experience. It mm-hmm. wasn't, I want to fit in an XS again, mm-hmm. or I want to fit in a size 4P, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was about, I want to feel cute, go into the store, putting something on, and feel myself in the dressing. Like, who doesn't want that experience where you walk out and your friends are like, yes, you know, like, that's what I wanted. It wasn't so much, I want to lose this much weight. Mm-hmm. That was so, true. That's true. Yeah. But so I, okay. So I love that. It's like, okay, the why. And so what are some things that you've seen help people kind of get closer to that is it do they just have to keep asking why until they go all these layers yes yeah it's like yes and no like we do have to go through the layers but it's it's also connecting so like we did the motivating factor which was a thing and it's like okay you want this what's going to motivate you to get there oh yeah that was the Mm -hmm. and yeah is this like whatever this is that's motivating you how like you know is it like let it be a something sensual it's deeper than just the why for me the why was pretty strong like i wanted to feel comfortable 
you know, I didn't want to dread people inviting me out Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to dread going into my closet and nothing freaking fits the way it used to. Right. Or I didn't want to dread going shopping and like, I'm going to keep trying like a size four and it's just not going to fit. Mm Mm-hmm. But I love the, the piece that you added. So it's 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 the why, but the deeper piece is like it has to be a why that's strong enough to motivate you. Exactly, to make the change. And is your why, like whatever your reason is, is this going to serve you for serve the better? You. Yeah. What are some examples of what wouldn't serve you for the better? Lose it for, you know, because... Like my body should look like that. Like, yeah, the should. That's not going to serve. Because that's going to be a recipe for, like, not accepting yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. the shoulds. And so, def- I, I I mean, we could even, like, pause there to, like, allow you to look. Because, like, that's a big piece. Yeah, it is. Because even a lot of diet culture and fitness culture is about that. It's mm-hmm. like, you should be this BMI or fit into your pre-baby jeans or you're this age so you should blah 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 it's motivating enough to like hate yourself into doing it but then to your point it's not serving like you want to have a motivating factor where like you're loving yourself into it so which is back to the self-love piece but exactly yeah. and so the key point in that is when you think about your why who are you doing this for are you mm. doing this for you? Or are you doing it for somebody else? And is this somebody else, like, for example, like a lot of people want to lose weight um, because, you know, my man is going to like me in this or, mm. you know, my family is going to support me in this. And it's like, but really? Like, how do they really feel about you? Because yeah. I feel like, just just to throw off, like most men are like, why are you wearing makeup? Like, I like you. I love you just yeah. the way you are. Like, just, you know, especially. It was a freaking shock to my system when one of my ex-boyfriends turned good friends was like we like the love handles or the muffin tops and I was like this is the biggest lie women have told ourselves because right? men are we're like we love that well maybe not every but mm-hmm. you know to even hear that there was a perspective of people that would like it mm-hmm. you know and then I remember because I used to be super into like only like these cut muscular type dudes and you know, one of my guy friends who was kind of like, you know, he, he says he has the three pack, the two titties on the belly. And he was like, Amelia, you, you don't even know what you're missing. Women love all of this because it keeps you warm in the winter. And I was just like, <laughs> but it was so funny. I mean, he was, we, we're just friends. But like hearing that, I was kind of like, I never thought of that perspective, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like we're constantly bombarded with these messages of like, this is how it should be because this is like, if you look this way or if you work out this way or if you eat this way, then, like, you're a good and worthy person. Which, like, to your point, it's like, well, yeah. And at the end of the day, it's exhausting. It is. I mean, I was exhausted. I get exhausted. And when I start to notice that I'm exhausting myself with my thoughts about my body, I know it's time to, like, take a break. Mm -hmm. I definitely want to talk about the sensual piece, but before we even step to that, because um, (laughs) it was so funny... Here's the thing about your why and your motivating factor. Back to like, it's about you. And it's about what will truly motivate you. So Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) when we got to my motivating factor, it was so like in line with like my personality and who I am. That's so true. (laughs) Because we, you know, we we found it like in a whole session. So this was like a one hour-ish long session. So, you know, we're not going to be able to do that for you on this podcast, but the point of this is for you to start opening it up. We're planting some seeds for you to discover. But, mm-hmm. you know, Vicky kind of helps like guide me to this point where, and I just kind of like went on this soapbox and I was like, 
I just, I want to be, like, I want to live a long time. And I just kept saying that. I was like, I want to live a long time because I want to have kids and I want to have grandkids and I want to have great grandkids and I want to be able to, like, do stuff with them. And I just, I just want to be old. And I was like, I want to be the oldest woman in the world. <laughs> and I just was like, and I started cracking. We both started just cracking up. I was like, I want to be the oldest woman in the world. Like, I want articles to be written about me, like, 130-year-old mm-hmm. woman. And I said, I want to be the, the oldest woman, woman in the world. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, you know, you. back to, yeah, back to the um, whole, like, experience, right? Mm-hmm. So it's about finding that why, that motivating factor that is a whole experience for you. Mm-hmm. So we kind of, like, nailed it, and then we, like, took it up a notch. And it was so perfect for where I was at, because prior to that, I was in such a heavy place of, like, hopelessness of, like, I'm never going to be happy with my body. Like, I've never been happy with since I was, like, 12, you know, no matter mm-hmm. what I looked like, I realized. So that was piece one. But then piece two was, like, the size doesn't even matter. But when we got to that point, it was just such a fun place to be. And it provided a really fun and joyful anchor point for, like, all the work. I do want to say, just to add a little bit yeah, about yeah. our session together, because I think it was the second session, and there was something that I feel like I had asked you to do, and you were like, well, oh, I didn't get this done, and I think you just had a lot to do, and it really helped, because for me, it was like, okay, let's slow all of this down. Mm-hmm. And with the slowing down, I think that's why we were able to uncover a lot of stuff. Cause I believe like you've had years and years generalizing on the you years and years of yeah. like training and mm-hmm. um, what is it? Programming yes. and beliefs of like, you know, what's good enough and what's not good enough to where it's, it's a okay to slow down and become aware and understand that it also takes time yeah and it's okay to take as long as you need yeah well that was the one thing too that i love about it's so not like this diet fitness plan exactly it's like it's like fit your lifestyle and make the tweaks along the way it's like this concept of slowing it down slowing it down enough so that you can be aware of like the thoughts that are really going on underneath the beliefs that are really happening then you can actually take a look at it and like make a little tweak. Mm-hmm. And then you like little tweak, little tweak, little tweak, little tweak. But ultimately the goal is the experience of yourself inside your body. Right. Yeah. And the thing is, is like with you being the oldest woman in the world. Naturally. Right. Like this, like we're not <laughs> treating this like a diet because it's not a diet. This is your life. Yeah. And it's my you, health. It's my, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you want to feel good. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You want to feel great. Yes. <laughs> and you got to make it sustainable. Yeah. For me, being the oldest woman in the world was more of like the cheeky, sassy way to put it. Cause that fits my personality. But ultimately the motivating factor is I want to live as long as possible. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm doing X, Y, Z, it's not going to support living as long as possible. And the living long as long as possible, back to the point about who am I doing this for and does this serve me? Yes, it does serve me because I, I, I'm up to big things on the planet. I want to help people. I want to have a family. You know, it, it is for me. I want to be able to, like, live as long as possible and have the experience of growing old and not worry about, you know, some 
health issues. Mm-hmm. Pause right there. For you listening, what is your motivating factor? What is your why? And really start to peel back the layers of the why, mm-hmm. right? Behind why you want XYZ goal. And with that, so when you, with the question, why do you want this? Mm-hmm. Answer that and then ask yourself why on that. Yeah. Keep going, doing the layers. It's like, and why is that important? And why is that important? Right? Or why? Yeah. And also, like, with that, like, like what? It's been like about 20 minutes. Maybe it's 10 minutes. Whatever time you have, like, whatever question you can answer. And really just listen mm-hmm. to yourself. Like, does that, does that feel good to you? And don't, you know, if somebody else is like, well, such and such, like, you know, just kind of like, let it go. Like if other voices come in your exactly. mind, like, well, my dad says, or like my friend says, or my, mm-hmm. the guy at the gym says. Exactly. Just kind of let it go or let it go. Yeah. And then ask yourself, but what do, what do I, I want? want? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the piece where I think not just in like the health coaching diet fitness world, in any teacher coaching world. Right. And that's a big shift that I've had to make for myself in terms of like the coaches I hire for me, but then also myself as a coach. Mm-hmm. Recognizing like you are the ultimate guru. You are the ultimate person who knows what's good for you, knows what you want. Exactly. And if someone is telling you, no, you need to do this because this and that, like uh, run the other way. Mm-hmm. A good coach can give you like, ideas and suggestions but ultimately it has to feel sustainable to you it has to feel good to you it 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 should push your comfort zone yes but not to the point where you're like in shock and in fight or flight Mm -hmm. where it's like oh my gosh I remember I did this six-week challenge and they were like okay so for the last week to really like drop the weight you know you, you eat nothing but tilapia and asparagus and I called it hashtag tilapagus and it was, it was the worst week of my life. I mean, I lost like five pounds, which was great, but it obviously wasn't sustainable. It's kind of like I was in this environment where they're like, no, if you do this, like you're, then you fail. And like, mm-hmm. it just, that's not, that's not what self-love is about in no. my eyes. That's not what courageous self-love is about. That's not what this self-love revolution is about. It's about like the revolution in yourself, mm-hmm. you know, to like get back to what you want. And there's just so many voices out there. Yeah. That are like, you should do this and you should do that. And that was one of the things that I let, like, you know, when we first spoke about possibly working together for this, you just had this very, like, it's going to fit your lifestyle. It was, it was really good. Well, one of the things, um, I know we're, we might get to this, uh, with movement. Movement is yeah. something I'm so yeah big about. Because, you know, with this wanting to get healthy, I believe everybody should move like some kind of movement, AKA exercise, but I also feel like it should be something you enjoy. Yes. Because if you don't enjoy it, why do it? The energy is going to be all out of alignment too. And oh, it's God. like, you might get results, but like there's a certain, it's, it's, it all goes back to the experience and the mm-hmm. feeling of it. So I don't, yeah, I definitely want to go to movement, but you said something earlier about the why I don't know if it was the why, but something should be sensual. Motivating is it the, factor. Yeah. The motivating factor should be sensual. So tell, well, tell me a little bit more about that. Actually, the anch- like the anchors for that. So you know, as you're thinking about your why and what's going to keep you accountable to sticking to what you say you're going to do, mm-hmm. 
it's it's good to make it a sensual. Like, so what does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it smell like? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's like, what's going to hold you accountable? So it's mm-hmm. it's really the anchoring of, okay, this is what I want. This is why I want it. Okay, so what's going to keep you accountable to this is, okay, I'm losing weight. Okay, so what's going to keep you accountable to moving every day, getting outside every day? Is that, you know, smelling this nice plant? Um, for me, I just bought myself some hyacinth and I freaking mm. love it. Just that smell is like, it reminds me of outside and it reminds me, oh, you need to get outside today. Mm-hmm. So something like that. And it's... Yeah. And for like... For me, it, a big piece of it is sunlight, mm-hmm. and I think that's why. So I lived in Hollywood for two years, and my apartment there did not get a lot of natural sun, which was actually great for the time that I lived there. Because when I lived there, it was kind of a cocooning time for me mm. to just hole up and like do some healing and lick some wounds, which was great. But then towards like the middle of the second year, I was just ready to get out. And that's why I'm so grateful. The apartment I live in now in Huntington Beach gets a lot of natural sunlight. And I, I need that to like light me up. So I love that like, you definitely want to anchor it with the sun because that's getting into your body more. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's all about the body. So is it like you make a commitment where it's like, you know, maybe you keep by your bed. Like if, if your commitment is to wake up in the morning and go do some movement slash exercise, it's like, well, I'm going to keep this citrus by my bed because then when I smell it, I know it's going to trigger me to go do. Is it something like that? It's exactly like that. Okay. It's, it's like a reminder. Like, yeah. Remember why you started? Yeah. So it's like a remember why you're doing this. That's what those angers are. And to your point, yes, it does keep it in the body, which is so great because it's it's also building that kind of like muscle memory or Mm -hmm. that body memory of, okay, this is movement. This is why I love it. This is why why I'm taking care of my body because these things bring me pleasure. And also getting the sensual aspect in is – helping to really just bring more awareness to your body. Yes. And the next piece to that is it's also bringing your body pleasure, which I'm all about. Yeah. Oh, I love the piece about pleasure. And it's, it's, I think Mama Gina says this, but it's like start with pleasure. Mm -hmm. That goes back to the motivating factor and the why. Like is your motivating factor, does does that bring you pleasure or does that make you realize how far you are? Because it's like, oh, well, I want to be a size two, or whatever and it's like because I'm supposed to be like that doesn't bring pleasure that's that brings well you're freaking fat and you need you know or like whatever it brings it brings yeah anxiety it brings anger anger frustration hurt hurt, pain just like all kinds of stuff versus I want to be able to go into a dressing room and just like be feeling myself you know like starting with the pleasure factor so just another thing on that is you want to feel great in your body, but you also want to feel great about your body. Mm, tell me the, about the difference with that. So it's, it's, it's the piece of, so you feel great in your body, but not only that, it's like you take care of your body. So to me, that's what that means, the feel great about your body. It's like, oh my gosh, I look I'm like language I look so good right now like a girl said I look good as fuck right now yeah it's like feeling that not even just a look but you feel it and you it's like this glow that comes about doesn't make sense it does well I, I think when you said it again the feel great about your body it's like 
Because when you're coming from the why of like, oh, you should look this way or you should look the way you did in your 20s or you should look the way you did before the baby, that's not feeling great about your body. It's that's not. like punishing your body for not being perfect and not being the way it exactly. quote unquote should be. Versus feeling great about your body, like, oh, thank you so much, like, for being, like, the vessel that carries me, carries my soul gratitude from, like, place to place. And also, we beat ourselves up as women, especially mm-hmm. mothers, uh, new mothers, and, you know, you're trying to get your body, quote-unquote, back from the mm-hmm. baby, but we also have to realize you carried a human being. You literally like, just made life. Exactly. Like eyeballs were made inside of you. I mean, <laughs> Ellie Wong says that hair, and fingernails, booties. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's just. Well, it's like, it's like the institutionalized misogyny. It, mm-hmm. Because we're not trained to like worship the vessel from whence we came. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. That just came but out that of my was mouth. Good. <laughs> right. We're, we're trained to like shame it for not being perfect and that's why I love Ali Wong's um, comedy because she says you know it takes so little to be considered a bad mom but it takes so little to be considered a great dad yes right it's that's like exactly true and it's like you know women were just trained to be like oh it should be this way oh my god this baby did this to me but it's like you literally carried a human being inside of you for months and nobody put that in you. You create. You create like that. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we could definitely go for hours about all of that. But just to kind of summarize everything for for you listening, some of the main points. So the the main point really that we want to leave you with is like, just notice is are you obsessed with the outside, whether it's the number or the scale or the shoulds versus how you feel on the inside Mm -hmm. or also how you feel about the vessel from whence you came. Mm -hmm. (laughs) With all of that, what's one thing as a next step that you could leave the listeners with in terms of, you know, wherever they're at with their body image or how they feel? Like the first step. The first step is what do you want? The second step is why do you want it? For example... If you say, I want to feel better about my body, okay, so let's bring some awareness to it. And I was actually going to say this. Yeah. You know, get a journal, like a little notebook, and mm-hmm. write down what, like the things you say about your body. Things you say about your body, mm-hmm. things you, um, like write down, like when it comes to food, like what did you eat today? Like, like everything that's happening to your body, like who did you talk to today? Like, you know, like just, giving your body a journal, a diary. Exactly. For your body to be like, today I felt a little sluggish. Yeah. It must have been all the pasta I ate at lunch or whatever. Right. But that's, that's but, bringing awareness to it. So I love that piece. And I think that's a good first step. And one thing that I learned a few years ago, I, there, I went to this something. I'm always at something where someone's teaching me something. That's good. But anyway, someone was talking about negative thoughts. And what he said was, the first step is to just notice your thoughts mm-hmm. without the trying to change. So like if we want to just scale it back without trying, like definitely re-listen to this episode as many times as you need to pull the nuggets out based on where you're at. Mm-hmm. But the very first step is just to start being aware. Right. So it's like 
what am I saying about my body? You know, when I get ready in the morning, what are the thoughts that are coming up? When I look at my body in the shower or as I'm putting on clothes, what am I thinking without judgment? Mm -hmm. That's like a first, like to get to like a neutral place where you're like, huh, and then like have curiosity about it. Because there's no judgment in curiosity. No. No, I love, I mean, I love, curiosity always helps, like, neutralize all of my, like, extremisms. Because, <laughs> like, if I'm really pissed at someone for whatever they did, and it's like, what if I was just curious about why they did that? That's good. You know? That's good. So, like, yeah, just get curious about how you feel about your body, about the thoughts that you're having, and start to make friends with it, you know? And definitely, I love the piece about the why. Mm-hmm. It has to be a why that's for you. For you that serves you mm-hmm. and like big enough to motivate you to actually make the change exactly make it sensual start with pleasure feel great in your body and also about your body mm-hmm. i mean there's just so there's just so like literally like just press rewind right now <laughs> and like listen to this over and over um, I do want to say, yeah. I hope, like, with this, that we were able to just give you permission to take your time. Absolutely. With figuring, like, you know, getting your, like, feeling, feeling great about yourself. It's a love affair. It is. It's a totally a love affair. I like that because it's like, it's, it's not easy. It's good. It's like all you the things. You might fight some days. Yeah. And then you make up. Exactly. <laughs> because this is what you have. Like it's, some, yeah. <laughs> somebody said, you know, the most important relationship you have is the relationship you have with yourself. And we, I take that a step further and say it's the relationship with your body. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. And I will also quote um, Lisa Nichols when she <gasps> says, right? Her, her quote that just stuck with me was, "You, it's up to you to teach people how to love you. Yes. So and I, first, you like it starts with you learning how to love yourself. Exactly. And then you can teach people how to love you. Because you are the best example mm-hmm. of how someone can love you or should love you. Yeah. yeah. So good. Right? She's, so good. Yeah. Well, I, I I really hope this helps you. Well, I know it'll help you. Um, you can find Vicky at thehealthyvixen.com. I'll link I'll link her website in the show notes. And yeah, I mean, I think we pretty much dropped the mic right there. So, <laughs> you know, like I said, stop this, rewind, listen to it again. There's a lot of really good nuggets in here. Like even if you're listening to this over again and pause and then do some journaling. Journaling is one of my favorite ways to just get awareness um, or even just talking it out. And I would love to hear what comes up for you. So as always, you can you can email me on my website, ameliafortes.com slash contact. Let me know how this episode resonated for you and if you have any questions. Um, and then, of course, you'll have a way to reach Vicky if you have any questions for her. Thank you so much. This was self-love and body image. Thank you so much, Vicky. You are thebomb.com. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You are thehealthyvixen.com. <laughs> And (laughs) I just love talking to you. We have so much fun. So thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. This is Courageous Self-Love, the official podcast for the self-love revolution happening right here, right now. I'm your host, Amelia Fortes, and I am out for now. Hey, if you're loving the show, make sure you become a patron. 
For as little as $2 a month, you can get episodes where you can't get anywhere else. Go to patreon.com slash the Amelia Fortes. I'm going mad.